You are listening to the Noisy Narratives Podcast, a podcast produced by the Women of First Ministries at Frisco First Baptist Church in Frisco, Texas. Here at Noisy Narratives, we like to cut through the noise of our stories and get to the heart of what really matters. We hope you are blessed by what we share. Thank you so much for listening. Isn't it amazing? everyone. Welcome to Noisy Narratives. Um, this is Debbie Vallejo, and I'm here along with Christy Williams. And I'm Nicole Clark. And we're super excited to have Nicole with us today to share her story and her ministry. So we're going to go ahead and have Christy introduce her. Mm-hmm. Nicole is from Texas. Her and her husband and her daughter live in Plano. Um, they've started a ministry, or she started a ministry called 1212 Ministries. Um, yes. And really, it's the outcome it's the product yeah. of walking through infertility. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So we would love for you to explain that a little bit more. Start. Let's begin at the beginning of this of your story, which you just shared with us that you used to be a backup <laughs> dancer for Justin Timberlake. Yes. So backup so. dancer for Justin Timberlake, and I love to start with my parents because they're so kind. And really, we grew up in a home where people called us like the Huxtables, you know, from the Cosby Show. Yeah. So yes. just a loving, so much fun. We had a blast as a family. And I was kind of the, I wouldn't call myself the outcast, but I'm going to say the outcast <laughs> of the family. And How many I, siblings did y'all have? I have uh, two other siblings. Okay. I'm the oldest. Okay. And so my family really is like, if it's 98% security and 2% risk, they're doing it. Me, I'm 98% risk, 2% security. So I'm just like, I'm going for Go. it. Yes. And so when I was graduating high school, I said, I want to do something different with my life. And my mom, my sweet mom, she brought me to the best dance studio at the time. We were living in Arlington. It was all the way in Dallas. So I got to meet the coolest dance instructors, teachers ever. And one day they said, hey, we're moving to California. And I thought, you can actually do that? Mm. Oh, my goodness. I want to be a dancer. And so I went home to my parents. My first thing, hey, I want to move to California. Yeah, no, that's that's probably not your dream. And so I'm like, okay, so I'm like working hard. I'm really focused. This is what I want to do. Wait, real fast. Have you yeah. been doing dance your whole life? I, I did dance my whole life, but I stopped to be a cheerleader for some reason. Okay. I don't know why I did that. Yeah. And then, yeah, my school, you want to be year. involved with school. Exactly. And so then just back into dance. And, and so one day I came home. This was maybe a few months later. And I said, mom, dad, I am moving to California. And they said, no, you are not. And I said, well, and this is, I'm in college now. And so I said, well, I've withdrawn from school. Oh, no, you yeah. didn't really? I did, like, yeah. you I withdrew said, and then you went home and yes. said, I'm going, oh. <laughs> I, I withdrew from school. I got. I had a full-time job. And so I told them that. And they looked at me. They looked at each other. And they said, okay, if this is what you want to do, we'll support you. And whatever you raise, we're going to match that. And we're going to help you get to California. That's very sweet. That's amazing. I still can't believe my parents said that. They saw, well, she's really dedicated to this. She has made her decision. So, yeah. Because if it, I think the tables were turned, if it's my daughter saying, hey, I'm going to do, I'd be like, absolutely not. No. Mm -mm. (laughs) So they were never like angry with you. They just were like, okay, since she's, since she's officially pulled out of school. Yes. And she's done this on her own. We're going to honor this and help her out. Yes. Mm -hmm. Wow. You make it to California then. I know. I made it to California, and my sweet um, friends and dance instructors, they just were able to kind of 
pave the way for and not even me, but just the Lord. He's amazing. And just his his timing is perfect. And so when I moved out there, uh, my mentor and um, and dance teacher, he had formed this relationship with NSYNC. And so and at that time, you know, Justin is about to go solo. And so I did not have to audition. I did not have to do anything. It was just a phone call one day and said, Nicole, Justin's going solo. Are you ready? And I'm like, of course. Yes, yes I am. I'm so ready. <laughs> Let's do this. And just from there, it was amazing. You know, the Lord allowed me to do the coolest thing. And everyone that I worked with, they had been doing this for years. Mm. They had been in the industry for years, musicians, uh, background singers. They like they had worked up to this. And, you know, when you have something that you don't realize, like how special mm-hmm. special it is, that was my whole experience. Like I just assumed that this would be my life forever. Okay. I assumed that things would always be this easy. Mm-hmm. And that was not the case. No. <laughs> so how old are you at this point? Oh, I am probably 21, 22 years old. You're young. And so, yes, yeah, I was, my eyes were so big, just traveling the world, seeing it just from this perspective. Uh, But there's probably the biggest lesson I learned was I was living a life without the Lord. That's what I was wondering. This whole time, I'm like, is she a believer? Does she I, I knew the Lord. I believed, but I, my actions did not coincide with with my beliefs. And so I was, I was pretty wild mm-hmm. <laughs> and had, had the best time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just really was not ready for all of the things that I was seeing and involved in. And, you know, again, the Lord, he blessed that completely tremendously. I got to do the most amazing things and I have the best footage to show for it. Oh, well, um, but again, I was living a life that what I wanted to do what I wanted to see and just, I was not listening to him. And I know for sure he made it so bad for me, meaning that I wasn't, I stopped working. You know, I mm-hmm. couldn't get a dance job anymore. I, the money that I had. So he took you from the high to the high to the low to, to the, the low. low. Oh my goodness. So are your parents believers? Yes. So do you think mm-hmm. they were praying for you during all this, right? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And yes. so they're watching you on this roller coaster ride. Oh my. Are they ever like, mm, we know what the Lord's doing. And you're like, I don't want to talk about Jesus. I don't want to talk about it. Did you ever uh, like little, kind yeah. of turn away in the sense of like, I'm not acknowledging that. I, I think I did because again, there were so many things that he was showing me and just like, okay, you've reached this level mm-hmm. and it's time to do something else. And I just was like, no, I'm going to just keep pressing forward. Keep, keep moving through this. And it just, he would close every single door. And now Almost, this is crazy to say, almost 20 years later, mm-hmm. now I know, again, I just wasn't ready for that. Mm-hmm. And he rescued my story. He he saved me from from myself, really. Yeah, that, exactly you know? right. Very well said. So you're in there, we you're dancing that. with Justin Bieber, you're having no, a good time. Timberlake. Sorry, Timberlake. Yes, Why yes. did I say oh Bieber? My gosh. Why on earth did I do that? <laughs> yes, awesome. in sync, Timberlake, Timberlake, get that yes. right. So <laughs> that's awesome. the slip of the tongue, people. <laughs> Um, those who are not to be confused. Justin, Justin, <laughs> here, Justin, Justin there. Yeah. I mean, all good. So you're dancing your life away, having a good time. Doors start closing. Eventually you end up going, okay, I have no money left. I've got nothing left here. 
what happens then? How does your move, how does your life move forward to something different? Um, I, I felt like I had no choice but to move home. Um, Mm -hmm. and so I moved back home with my parents. They welcomed me with open arms. Um, but you're how old? Maybe 24, 25, okay. I so think. So this is like a three or four year stint. Yes, yeah. Of out there mm-hmm. having fun from the highs having, to the lows. Yes, yep, absolutely. <laughs> having lots of fun. <laughs> a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But then when I moved home, so did my entire family because my family is from New Orleans and Hurricane Katrina hit. Oh, yeah. Yes. And so everybody moved home with me. So I really did not have a moment to grieve. I did not have a moment to say, okay, this was your life. This is what your life is now. How can we rebuild and move forward? And again, the Lord is so kind to us. He was so kind to me. And it was really just people pouring into me and just praying for me. And Conversations with God really was the book that I I can't even remember who gave it to me, probably my mom, and just said, you need to read this. You know, I'm like pushing it away. Mm -hmm. Like, no, Mm -hmm. no, I don't want to read it. Finally picked it up and I was like, oh, wait does love me. I am loved. There is a plan for my life. There is a purpose for for all of the things that I've been through. Um, And so from there, he really allowed me to get back up, you know, and it wasn't me pulling my bootstraps Mm -hmm. up. You know, he had to pull me up from a really dark place because, again, just throwing this out there, I was suffering from depression and anxiety and just I was so sad. Did you have Mm -hmm. alcohol like Drugs, alcohol, while you're on the road. I'm sure that's part of the lifestyle. Yes, yeah, that was the life. All of it. All that whole thing. And so just coming home and I'm like, wait, I'm normal. Yes. And not that that's bad, but I was like, I'm normal. But then just the dichotomy, the differences between those two things. Mm -hmm. So you're grieving saying my expectations were this. I've lost all that. Yes. Now I'm here and this environment now feels totally foreign, even though I grew up there. That's not what I've had and what I've loved the last three years. So Mm -hmm. what do you do? Like, so you're working through all the emotions of it. Do you start working somewhere else? Like, what do you, what do you do now? I I started working uh, for a dance studio. So, you know, which was really great. One of the places that I grew up in, they opened me, you know, welcomed me with open arms. Um, And then the dance studio that I was first taking uh, classes at to prepare for Los Angeles, they brought me on. And it was just, I it was in my element. Awesome. Yeah. Still it, something it you really love great. to do. Yes. Yeah, something that That's I great. love to do. Um, and so I, two, two quick stories. So one, um, you know, when we are doing things for the Lord, but we're really doing them for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Well, sure. That was, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I don't know yeah. that actually, I don't know that at all. I don't know what that is. Yeah. That was my first experience back into dance mm-hmm. because I'm coming from Los Angeles. And so the Lord was so kind to let me teach kids, but I was not ready for that. Mm. And, and so for them, I was just like, okay, we're going to be where I know all of these dancers and choreographers, you know, at dance competitions and things. And I was like, you guys have to be awesome because I can't look bad. Oh, And so, yes, I made that whole thing about me. Wow. Just all about me. Which I is was just like, in the dance world. I would Let's totally agree. Honest. Yeah. I would totally it agree is. with that. Yes, I yeah. totally think so too. It, it is. And in the sports world too. Like you have to win. That's a reflection of me as a coach. coach I mean, yeah. I, I mean, like yes. I just think it is super yeah. common. It is. Yeah. yeah. But looking back again, I'm just like, oh my goodness. If someone would treat my daughter that way, uh-huh. oh, I would be that mom that's like, oh no, ma'am. 
you, you can't talk to my daughter that way or you can't, you know? And so I, I was not the person who really I wanted to be. So again, the Lord was like, Oh, let me bring you down a little bit because I was able to see a little bit of success. So I was choreographing for a local artist here. I was doing Maverick stuff and Dallas Cowboy stuff and just doing all of the fun things. But again, it's like me, 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 look at me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the Lord said, oh, nope. <laughs> and so um, he brought me down again, not not as bad as the California one, but again, really allowed me to take a step back and say, who is this for? Like, why do you have all of these gifts and talents? Yes. You know, it's because he blessed me with them. And so I need to use them to glorify him. Mm-hmm. And so I finally kind of got into my groove. And then I met my husband. Okay. Yes. Yeah, he's, he's a good answer. No, he's he, no, is he normal? He's well, <laughs> I, I would say he's not normal. Oh, and so the funny. thing, yeah, the thing about my husband and I is that we are 21 years older or 21 years apart. So yes. he's 21 years older. Is he's what you're 21 saying. years older. Okay. Yes. And you're I will how be, old when you meet? I'm, well, I'm almost 40 right now. So okay. he's, so he is going to be 61 this year. Okay. And so when we met, I think I was 26 and he was 47. Okay. And so, you know, we meet at, the, at a gym. I'm, training to try out for the Mavericks for the Mm -hmm. uh, Dallas Maverick dance team and uh, we are at the same gym and Mm -hmm. so my trainer introduced us and of course we kind of like oh hi yeah nice to meet you Mm -hmm. whatever and keep going and someone at the front desk talks to my husband Darren and said hey Fran which was the trainer and said hey Fran wants to hook you up with that girl and my husband goes, what girl? And how old is she? <laughs> and so, you know, at, at the time, yeah. you know, you had to sign in at the gym and put mm-hmm. your uh, date of birth and things like that. He said he went over to the little form, saw how old I was and was like, oh, no. no. Oh, yeah. No, Too can't young. do that. Yeah. Can't do that. But then, you know, I would start to show up at the gym and we kind of like look for each other like, you know, like, oh, hey, oh, hey, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. And finally, we exchanged numbers and just that was a complete God thing. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. We really sh- probably should not work out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have members of our family that are married that are actually bigger age gaps. So oh, it's really? totally, yeah. Like yes. in our family, it's not, it's not abnormal. Uh-huh. <laughs> we have a couple of them. So. Yeah. And so <laughs> it gaps. just was, it's, it happens. yeah, it yeah, happens. Totally. And again, it was such a God thing. And he, my husband yeah. is awesome. And just to see like the transformation in him that have, you know, been happening through these last 10, 11 years. It's beautiful to see. Now I have to ask, what did your parents think? Sometimes it's harder for them, right? For the parents. My sweet parents, again, they never said anything. Oh, wow. They never said he's He's too old for you. They never said we don't like, they never said that. Hmm. And so I know. So what what kind of um, drew you two together besides the gym? I think just our personalities. Um, I really, I consider myself an introvert. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a nine on the Enneagram. So I'm like a peacemaker. Yeah. I just, and he, huge personality. He's an eight on the Enneagram, like yeah. is the life of the party. And I just think us being opposites, it just, it worked and it, mm-hmm. you know, it really worked out. And two, he was such a great I fought it at first, as I'm about to say this, but he really has been such a great teacher for me, you know, because he would be like, I've lived 21 years longer than you have. Mm -hmm. I have seen this. Let me help you. Mm -hmm. And I'd say, nope. I want to learn the lesson myself. Mm -hmm. Like how I'm going to retain it. I want to learn the lesson by myself. And he's like, Nicole, let me just, I'm like, nope, Mm -hmm. I'm good. 
So how long have y'all been married to, as of today? How long have y'all been as married? As of today, this will be, I think, our 12th year of, oh, okay. of marriage. Yeah. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, so y'all get married. Yes, yep, we get married. Um, again, since he's a little bit older, he's like, kids, I'm good. You know, he's an only ch- he's an only child of an only child. So, yes. That makes it happy and work well for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so he's just like, okay, you know, we're good. Me, coming from the Huxtables, uh-huh. I'm like, I know I'm supposed to be a mom. I want to be a mom. Mm-hmm. I believe that God has put that desire in my heart. So you're saying when you say he's good, he's okay yeah, not he's, having yeah, children. Yeah, he's okay with not you're having children. You're saying, hey, no, I, I want to be a mama. Yes. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so then it's, you know, of course, I'm going to my doctor, and it's been probably a year after we've, you know, kind of like did the handshake, like, okay, we agree. We're going to try. We're, we're mm-hmm. moving forward. And it's been a year. And my doctor says, okay, it's time to test you. It's time to test Darren. And so I'm like, perfect. You got it. Go home to my husband. He says, Nicole, no. If this is what the Lord wants us to do, it will happen. He was like, where's your faith? And I'm like, Yeah, maybe 21 years old or even preaching to me. Right, but can we see though? Can we have kids? Mm -hmm. Is this an option? Is it, you know, and he was like, just relax, just calm down, trust the Lord, and let's just see. Let's just see. And I'm like, did you handle that well? Oh, no, absolutely not. I pouted like a toddler. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I was such a toddler. I was like, no, I do not want to do this at all. And then one month, so the 13th month, we got pregnant. Oh, wow. I know. God, he got so good. Got okay. pregnant. And so we had our sweet. Naturally? Like you didn't have to go yeah, back to the naturally, doctor? Yep. Or you didn't have anything? Mm-hmm. Okay. Didn't have anything. And so we had our daughter. Her name is Delaney Love. And I just remember praying because, again, I'm quiet. I'm the introvert. Is just saying, like, I hope she's like Darren. I hope she's, like, fun and has this big personality. <laughs> I don't think I really knew exactly what I was saying mm-hmm. out loud when, when mm-hmm. I was praying yeah. that. And so, yes, she is a huge personality. Just she's so much fun. She's a great kid. Mm-hmm. And I just I love her so much. She really is my best. And how old is she now? She, uh, she'll be nine. Aww. She's going to be nine this year. Yeah. And I can't believe it. And She's such a great kid. They grow up so fast. So because you had struggle, what, a year long or a Mm -hmm. struggle getting pregnant and having those pains and that um, uneasiness and not sure what God had in store for you, you have then developed or had a heart for other women like that. Yes. And so really just to, if we can back up just a little bit. So after Delaney, you know, because she, big personality, she loves to be around people. People like are her thing. Mm -hmm. And so we're we're kind of noticing another. I'm like, I think we need a sibling for Delaney. Um, And at first Darren's like, yeah, no. <laughs> like I'm digging the only child yeah. thing. And does he ever say, and I'm old, good. honey? Like, I'm old. He, yes, he does say that. Yes. I was trying not to blow him up, but yeah, he, he, he does say Any that. Any man would say that if they're not old. Yes, like, yeah. Exactly. He does say that. And so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really disappointed. I'm just like, oh, man, okay. And maybe a couple weeks later, my husband sits me down. He says, hey, the Lord really impressed upon my heart that you're supposed to stop taking your birth control pill. And immediately I'm like, yes, yes. I'm going to have a baby. I'm going to be pregnant. Yeah. Again, me, 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 me. Yeah. I'm like, yes, this is, it's, it's going to be me. I'm so excited. Oh, man. I like to say that I temporarily went insane because if it, whatever wives tale, anything, 
to, to get pregnant, I did that. I was looking mm-hmm. up on the internet. I removed the toxins. I was like yes. eating clean. Yes. I was juicing. I was everything. doing everything, everything to have a baby. And it was, it was not working. Mm-hmm. And so my doctor's like, Hey, let's do a laparoscopic surgery. Let's see what's going on. We do that. Find out that I have endometriosis, mm-hmm. PCOS, and just kind of go through this really long process. And so still months later, years later, mm-hmm. nothing is working. And my doctor said, hey, let's try one more thing. And me, I'm I'm not listening to anyone. I'm, I'm not paying attention to the Lord. I'm not paying attention to my husband. I'm like, I'm making decisions for our family. And I clearly hear, stop. You have to stop. You know, and I truly believe like that was the Lord getting my attention to be like, I need you to calm down. I need you to trust in me and let's go from there. And so I, I Do you remember where I, you were when you got that word. Um, I think I was somewhere in the car hmm. because I just, you know, was, I felt like I just was like ready to go to that next thing. And he was like, oh, no, I need you to sit down and just hang out with me hmm. for a minute. And and I made a point to do that. I made a point to get quiet with him and really seek what he was wanting me wanting me to do um, in that we ended up getting pregnant which was awesome, but lost our baby super, super early. So an er really early miscarriage. But I am like, we don't have to compare losses, you know, a loss is a loss. Mm -hmm. And that still was painful for me, Mm -hmm. even though it was so super early. Mm -hmm. I just was like, that was my baby. Mm -hmm. You know, that was Delaney's sibling, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and two, when you, when you lose a child, your community sometimes doesn't know what to say. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I just remember people really close to me saying, well, at least you got pregnant. I'm like, no. <laughs> you yeah. know? So had you told had you told people, though, that you were pregnant? It was early, but had you told people? I had really just like my the closest started, people. Yeah. yeah, just the closest people to me. And so just through there, I... The Lord had to pick me up off of the floor. Um, and so through that, I was I was really devastated, you know, because, again, I'm thinking, me, me, me. I've gone through all this. I've done all of this. I don't have the child that I desire. I had a really hard time saying, why would the Lord put this on my heart if he's not going to follow through with sure. this, you know? Just, Which are valid you know, being, questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And he was really kind. I, I got connected to a group of ladies uh, that really were like, they were my strength. Um, you know, we did a Bible study together and they kind of just held me up through the process and which was so great. And so kind of this whole time I'm like learning. I'm like, OK, community. Mm-hmm. OK, listening to the Lord. I'm like, OK. And then I just hear this thing like this idea pops in my head and it's like you're going to start a women's ministry. And I'm like, oh, gosh, no. You know, I'm like, (laughs) no, I can't do that. I I can't do that. I'm not qualified for that, you know. And so then just kind of processing through that whole thing. And I was just like, oh, wait, this is why I I walked through this because I'm able to tell my story. I'm able to really understand what women go through, families go through, husbands go through. How can we make an impact for the Lord? 
You know, I'm an entrepreneur at heart. I love like creating. I probably have tried to create like 20 businesses (laughs) throughout my life. And so I've always been searching for that thing. I've been like, what's my purpose? You know, and so and through 1212, it was like, again, the Lord was so kind. He showed me everything. He gave me the name. He gave me the look of it, the the butterfly logo and just said, this is what I want you to do. But now through your loss, through your hurt, I need you to go help others. Mm -hmm. And so again, he completely turned that around on me because again, my whole story is like me, look at me, this is for me. And he's like, nope, you're going to go in and go and help others and help them, you know, look up to me and and just be reminded of his hope and his goodness. Mm -hmm. And that just, he is great. He's a good God, regardless of our losses just anything. And it doesn't feel good at the time, but if we just continue to cling to him, we're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. That's good. Wow. Yeah. You mentioned too, that when you went through it, people said things that didn't always make sense or, or we don't know what to say to someone that's going through it. Mm-hmm. What's some advice? Like, what would you tell people? What are some good things to say and not to say? I would say always ask what the person needs. You know, never be afraid to ask that Um, just because sometimes we're, we kind of tiptoe around, you know, just around the subject. And it's just like, hey, what do you need today? Mm -hmm. How can I help you today? I think that that is huge. Um, But also recognizing the loss um, is big as well instead of just ignoring it. You know, because too, sometimes we're, again, we don't know what to say. We're we're like, how do we address this? But just if you know someone has experienced a loss or that they're hurting to say, hey, I am sorry that you're experiencing this. I am sorry about the loss of whatever, even if it's a parent, you know, mm-hmm. I, I uh, had a lunch with a sweet friend of mine from high school and she, she had lost her mom probably a year or two ago. And I, I even said this to her. I said, mm-hmm. I am so sorry. I don't want to upset you, but you look just like your mom. And I like, you're reminding <laughs> me of your mom. And she looked at me and said, thank you for saying something. <laughs> you know, yeah. she was like, no one says anything, mm-hmm. you know? And she's like, I want to remember my mom in those great, um, you know, light in, in all all of those things. And so it's okay to acknowledge that thing. It's okay to bring it up and say, especially if it's like an anniversary of maybe someone was going to uh, have a baby on this date, or this is the day that they lost their child that, you know, you can be there with them and help them through that. Absolutely. It's so hard. That's good advice. What does 1212 stand for? It is just based off of Romans 1212. So just about hope, patience, and prayer. And so it's like just those three things are just key, I think, in having a really just authentic relationship with people and with the Lord, mm-hmm. you know, just hope, patience and prayer. So how are you? And so you, you were talking about just the community you developed. How were you and your husband during that time? How did he do that? That was a that was a really lonely time because I, I remember one when I was going through it, I was like, where is the support? Like where, where can I go and find resources that people know exactly what I'm walking through or just something I couldn't, I could not find it. Um, And then my sweet husband, he just was like, he did not know how to help. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't know what to do. He really yeah, did not know true. what to do yeah. with me. I, and I think there's freedom in even being able to say that. Yeah. Like, I don't know what to do. I'm at a loss. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I totally can yes. see that. Yeah, you know. I, he was wonderful. He was so supportive. But, you know, I would just one day just wake up and just feel like I can't 
I can't get out of bed today. You know, and he's like, okay, I'm just going to give you grace, patient with you. I'll take care of Delaney, like, you know. And so I'm thankful that he was able to at least, you know, still care and still have that affection toward me, but still allowing me the space to, you know, that I needed to grieve. So 12 is the ministry you started for women, mm-hmm. right? You've got it. So does your husband help at all? Like with the, with their husband, with, you know, does he say, Hey, guys, We're, we is... are working on that for sure, okay. because that's a huge need. Yeah. It is a huge need in, in just the infertility and loss community. Um, and so we're just trying to figure out a way to really do it because I know as women, we can sit in a group and talk about our feelings and just mm-hmm. be like, I am so sad, but what do we do for our, for, for men? Because sometimes yeah. they're not they're not going to want to sit in a group and just you know. But and they're so still sad. They are know? still sad. And yes, processing that for them mm-hmm. still matters. They just do it differently a lot. Of yes, times. exactly. So that's cool. So you guys are working on kind of a a version of twelve yes. twelve to help mm-hmm. the men yes. who have gone through similar experiences. Mm-hmm. And oh, that's that's awesome. Yeah. Share with us, too. You said there wasn't things out there. You can find anything for people to go to to help. I noticed that you've developed a couple Bible studies or resources. Explain, too, right? One on grief and one on hope. Yes. And kind um, of explain those. those yeah, awesome. I just, again, I, I'm a creative. I love excuse me, just connecting people or creating spaces where they can connect with the Lord. And so I think the first thing is just the Bible study, um, you know, we can relate to the Bible. I know a lot of times people are like, oh, that's so old. And, you know, it's not things that we go through today. Oh, yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> it really is. And so we just decided um, just to take the women that were kind of waiting to have kids and put it in just like one space where we can see, okay, we can relate to these women in the Bible. We can relate to their stories and we can also have hope because of God, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? And so it's almost, I think too, maybe that makes 1212 a little bit different than some other ministries because yes, we want your dream to be fulfilled. Yes, we want you to have a baby if that is in God's will. But our main thing is God. Mm-hmm. Like we want you to have hope in him and not in the outcome because things, life is hard. And it's not in our control. Yes, yeah, it's, I mean, not, in our it's control. not in our control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you help women process through that idea yes. of finding their hope mm-hmm. in Jesus yes. So, or in their creator and savior. And so that's what that study is over. So how did you write it? Like you kind of shared with us earlier, you felt like you weren't much of a writer. Yes, I really am not a writer. <laughs> so <what>? I, I'm <laughs> not. How did that I, I wish I did. I wish I was a writer, but I love bringing people together. And so just the Lord has allowed me to meet the most amazing just people and creatives. And so just these women, they have pretty much all gone through some sort of loss or infertility in some way. And so I just shared the message and the idea with them. And they said, we would love to be a part of it. And so they kind of, each person wrote a chapter. So like on Rachel and Hannah and Sarah um, and Elizabeth. And so it's just a great resource to, again, to be reminded that, that you're not alone. Mm -hmm. That sounds awesome. Mm -hmm. That sounds amazing. So what other projects do you have coming down the tubes? 
Coming down the pipe. Yes, coming down the pipe. So there's you a, must there's have a more. Things. You sound yes. like someone who does not sit still for very long. Oh my so goodness. I'm assuming there is more coming down the yes. road. You're, you are so right. So uh, what we are about to release, which I'm so excited about, is our discipleship box. And so really it's the Bible study. But if you want to lead a group in your home or in your church. And so, again, we're coming. Well, we're still in the season of COVID. But it's like I love gatherings. Like that is when life change can happen. But group that happens in small groups too. Yeah. And so say you're not ready to get out into the world, but you trust your five, six group of girlfriends, you know, that you love. Well, hey, you can do this Bible study with them. And so in the discipleship box, it's a leader's guide to walk them exactly through the Bible study. And then also it's like conversation cards, everything you need to host. No, oh, that's oh, great. That's yeah. Make it easy mm-hmm. to yeah. make it really that's intimidating. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. All you have to do is get the box and then you can start your Bible study. Oh, that's wonderful. And host that in your home yeah, or, anywhere. or anywhere. Someone else could. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a great idea. You have another study too about grieving. Grief. Mm-hmm. Yes. What yeah. We, we just did a grief workbook. And so pretty, we do have a program. It's called the T12 program. And so it's a free program. And when ladies come in, they get just access to our entire, you know, really library of resources. And that's kind of where we created it because a lot of people um, don't know what to do with their grief or or kind of process through that or even understand, understand it, Mm -hmm. you know, because there's not a right or wrong, you know, some days you wake up and you're sad. And, and that's okay. Some days you wake up and you're angry and that's okay. So instead of having that guilt of just, oh, this is the way I feel. I felt this way for so long. The grief workbook, it really just walks you through those steps of saying it is okay. Mm, Fix your eyes on Jesus. It, you will be okay. Mm -hmm. You know, and again, it's nothing that we do or they do. It's all God, Mm -hmm. you know? So if we just release that and just say, okay, Lord, have your way. I surrender. I'm hurting. This is awful. I'm mm-hmm. upset. I'm mad, you know, and just give it to him. There's something happens, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and just the healing process starts. Mm-hmm. And it's that's good advice, too, for husbands or friends that are around those people that are grieving. Mm-hmm. Like I remember we lost uh, my youngest brother. Mm-hmm. Two older ladies came up and they were like, allow your mom to do whatever she wants for a full year. Yes. Like, let her do mm-hmm. like whatever don't be mm. judging don't say you can't do that like mm. let her do whatever for a full year and it was the best advice yes. ever mm. because yeah kk had her crazy moments but she was grieving over her Absolutely. like little boy yeah and so i remember thinking like if that advice hadn't been given i'd be like what are you doing are you okay yeah. you're crazy what and you forget no she's grieving like mm-hmm. this is how she's dealing with it yes and so that's good advice mm-hmm. And And, yeah, and on our website, we also have a section called support a friend. Mm -hmm. And so there you can purchase resources or purchase gifts, just something. So again, if you don't know box with like a mug and all that fun stuff, it's super cute. Yes. We, and we have the butterfly box and that, that's a great resource as well. So that is something that, yeah, you can purchase or donate. Wait, Um, sell what's in the butterfly box. Cause it's really, you you get pins, you get cute pins. I know cute pins. And again, just great resources. The Bible studies in there, a journal, there's just something about getting it out, getting those thoughts yeah, out right. and writing it down. Um, With mug, a cute pen, two yeah, cute pens. Two cute pens, a mug, um, tea. Just uh, there's this really awesome book that you get to cut. Like there's a coloring book in there again. And it's all I think it's either Proverbs or the Psalms. But it's just, you know, intentional items just to help through mm. yeah. through this journey, you know, of grief and loss. What would you tell friends who... Um, 
are struggling with the length of time it's taking a friend to grieve. That's a good question. Because there's no time. There isn't. It's different for everyone. And so, and even how we express it Mm -hmm. is different. And so what advice would you give to someone going, I just feel like they should be over this already, or at least not be so vocal about their distress already, or this is becoming hard for me to hear all the time. Mm -hmm. What would you advise that friend as far as just enduring in love? Yes. Walking in love. What would you? I love that. Yes. Always letting love prevail. And the first thing that came to mind again was Romans 12, 12. Sure. Hope, patience, and prayer Mm. is that it is okay. Have a little compassion. I think that that's so important. Mm -hmm. And again, they are human. Right. (laughs) You know, they're human and just the time. None of us are God, right? right? Exactly. (laughs) And that it could, it could take Six weeks, it could take six days, it could take six years, but just being patient with that person, but still finding healthy boundaries. I think that that's important. So don't just dismiss awful behavior. You know, if you think that they're really going down a path that's unhealthy for them, yes, step in, get them some help. But if really their heart is just broken, just compassion. Yes. You know? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. So that's a good point, too. I mean, we... We still, part of being a friend and someone walking alongside someone we care about is if they're doing something self-destructive. Yes. Hopefully stepping in and loving them enough, right? To come mm-hmm. alongside them in that, but just kind of verbalize that kindly. Yes. <laughs> Say, I'm concerned for you. I love you. Those are the boundaries. But then also if they're just, they're having to cry again for the 50th time, mm-hmm. how do you just walk when they cry, right? Yes. You grab your tissues Pass it over, right. you know, let it move your shoulders so they <laughs> yeah. can cry on your <laughs> shoulder <laughs> and just say, hey, because we all I think there's, of course, a season for everything and friendships have seasons sure. as well. Yeah. And so that's just the season of of where God is calling us is to be that supportive friend, to be that shoulder to cry on, to help pass tissues or to bring them food or, you know, whatever, ever they need. Because, again, it's a season. That's and I forget the little fun, little um sweet things like the gifts like you were talking about. But also we had someone here the other day that um, just somebody wrote her a letter. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, just mm-hmm. even when someone's good, just sit down and write a sweet letter, mm-hmm. yes. you know? I mean, just the little things, just to know you're thinking about them. Mm-hmm. But you mentioned, too, community was really important. Yes. So people or women that are struggling with this, don't do it by yourself, right? Like right. your husband might be there, but you mm-hmm. have to find the community. Mm-hmm. You have to, whether it's through your ministry, whether it's through a church, um, Again, speak again how important community was in your life in those situations. Yes, yeah. Because, again, I think we think that we have to be superwomen and supermen and just like, oh, we can do this by ourselves. But God created us for community. You know, he created us to be together, to help one another and to move forward. And so we need that. You know, we need someone to, to check on us and to make sure that we're doing okay. And, again, not going down that destructive path or just. I don't know. Like it, it just was so important, important for me because again, I couldn't see past my, my circumstance. Mm-hmm. I just, I couldn't see that there was going to be hope on the other side. Yeah. You know, I just was like, oh, I can't. I don't think you can yeah. in those situations. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, depending on where you are with your walk and yes, it's hard to see that no mm-hmm. matter any kind of loss or suffering. Right. That's hard to see the hope in that, mm-hmm. which is why you have a community. Have community, yes. Which is why we need to make sure people understand the importance of a church mm-hmm. and a small group. Yes. 
Because that's where it's coming from, the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. I know. I love that so much. And a big thing for us is like we love to connect with the local church because that, again, so many wonderful things happen. God created us to be in community. And so we just want to connect with any local church. So it's like, hey, we have resources. We can support you. And that's what I love about Frisco First because you guys have been like, hey, We've got we see yes. yes, and so yes. we're just like ladies. We just want to love on you. We mm-hmm. want to remind you that God is good and that there is hope there, and you are not alone. So, mm-hmm. but yes, community is just it's so important. Mm-hmm. And y'all had a meeting here. Mm-hmm. Have you had a second? Meeting? Yes, you yeah, just we've had two, two meetings. Mm-hmm. And how did both of those go? Went so good. I heard your I first love, meeting was amazing. Yes. Like it was it's surprising, just, right? The first meeting is always like, mm-hmm. is anybody going to come? <laughs> do, do they know? <laughs> well, they're not sure what it's going to be. I mean, anytime you lead yeah. it, you're always like, oh, I hope somebody comes. Yes. But you yes. We're not speaking out. from experience. <laughs> no. I'm going to whisper that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I think the biggest thing for me is, again, uh, because I've, I have been – very self-focused in my life is that I had to be very intentional to not make this about me and to say, okay, how can we create an environment for community, for teaching and for worship? Like what are those things that people really need? And it's just like, they can walk through the door, take the mask off, you know, really Mm -hmm. take that deep breath and say, okay, I'm safe here. Mm. I can be myself here. I can cry the entire yes, time and no cry. one's going to exactly. look at me like I'm crazy. Exactly. Which That's means I'm not mean. measuring my success on attendance. Yeah. Yes. Yep, it's not yep. about how much I pack the room. It's how much I mm-hmm. represent the Lord to the people yes, in the room yep. and how much mm-hmm. we can do that together with that yes. community. So then that takes some of the, if it's not about me then, right? It takes the pressure mm-hmm. off. It does. Yeah, yeah. It takes the pressure off. Cause I always say, Lord, this is your reputation at stake. It's not mine right. because it's not, it's not me. And I know always before our events or something, we say, you know, if it's one person that comes, that that person yeah. needed yes. to be there. That's right. They had to be there. Yeah. And so let's do the very best that we can. That's sweet. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's I was thinking of Psalms 56, 8. It says, record my misery, list my tears on your scroll. Are they not in your record? Then my enemies will turn back when I can call for help. By this, I will know that God is for me. Mm-hmm. And so it's hard to like see that. But at the in end, the you're like, God is for me. Like, yes. it's okay. God is for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had hope in that. Yes, that's, that's so sweet. Good. Mm-hmm. Well, we do have so to good. end. I mean, and that's a good, but is there any last tidbit you would like to leave somebody with if they're listening and they're struggling with any of the things we've talked about or um, emotionally dealing with some of the difficulties of what it means to walk through with edu- with expectations of what they want their family to look like and then their family looks different, you know? Mm-hmm. Like what advice would you give them or what little kind of tiny little nugget would you leave them with? I think I, I definitely would say first, I am so sorry that you are walking through this. I know what you're feeling and experiencing. And I know that that hurts just so, so much. And so I am sorry. Um, God is so good. Mm -hmm. He's so kind and he is everything that we need. Um, You are enough just the way that you are. And his timing is perfect and he is perfect. Um, And so continue to have hope and move forward. And again, his timing is perfect and he has a purpose for you in your life. 
Wow. I don't think I would can end it any better than that. That's wonderful. Thank and you so much. And also go to 1212ministries.org. 12 yes. For even friends and family that want to encourage. Yeah. I just love this little butterfly box. <laughs> Christy's about to go. I mean, because you don't want to send. There's times that you don't send Tiff's treats. Yeah. True, true. But there's times That's that you need true. to send a butterfly yes. box. Yes. And this absolutely is like true. perfect because you don't know what to put in it. And yeah. so we're going to trust yeah. um, your experience. But their website isn't. Your website's amazing. Oh, it's great for like where you want to go support a friend, information, what to say, what not to say. Mm-hmm. Like yes. she covers everything. So awesome. props That's to wonderful. you. But if you do have questions, 1212, and it's 12 spelled out. Yes. The, the number 1212ministries.org. And yes. you can also just Google your name. I Googled your name and infertility, and that came up. So, oh, okay. I know. So you're, you're, you're trending. You're trending. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Nicole. We appreciate thank you being you. here so much. Thank you. And so until next time, everybody, this is a Noisy Narrative out. Until next week. Bye. Watch what happens now.